Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of the Bittersweet Unconfidence Podcast. We often tend to stay in our comfort zones because we're afraid of stepping out, taking risks and failing or getting rejected. Our fear of rejection is one of the main reasons why we stay where we are, why we don't get uncomfortable, why we don't allow ourselves to try something new. And I believe it's time that we change our perspective on what rejection is and how we can deal with it. So before we start, as usual, I'm Joe, and I hope you're not comfortable. But if you are, then let's get uncomfortable together. Hi. So this is the first time I officially recorded uh, record this episode with a camera so it's going to be published on YouTube and I hope you'll like what you'll see on YouTube uh, it's a bit I'm still a bit nervous and I think that's very fine but I'm trying to talk to the camera as if I'm seeing you guys and um, so yeah I'm gonna keep looking at my thought book where I write my thoughts and where I can find what I want to share with you and mostly I'm gonna try be looking at the camera so as I said we're gonna be talking about rejection today The first thought I wrote is rejection is humane. It's very normal. It's a very normal response for someone not to want to be with you or not to want to work with you or not have your take take your idea into consideration. You cannot expect it from everyone. But the the thing is how we deal with rejection is what matters and how we see it and how we understand it. And I believe that with the next couple of points that I'm going to share today I might be able to help you see it the way I see it because I see rejection as something completely different and it doesn't hurt me that much anymore because I learned how to deal with it. So to this first point, I dove a bit deeper and I found a research from the University of Michigan, Michigan Medical School. And in this experiment, they wanted to see what happens to the body, what response the body has once you get a rejection. And it was very surprising because the body produces opioids, which is the exact same thing it produces when you experience physical pain, right? So when you're hurt, your body um, responds with opioids. It's like painkillers from your body to just make you live with the pain or make it bearable for you. And it does the exact same response when you get rejected, which means that rejection actually has an effect on our bodies and our physical health and it keeps on happening like that until you understand how reaction what 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 you want to react to when you get a rejection how you want to react to it how you want to see it and um, at first when I started getting my own rejections I started feeling this pain I started feeling anger and sadness but now I can deal with it completely differently because I see it completely differently actually I don't see rejection as a bad thing I see it as an opportunity and this is what I'm going to share with you in the next couple of points so the second thought I wrote is rejection is a subjective response from another individual which it is it is not an objective response it's not one fact when you get rejected by a person whether it's a girl you want to talk to whether it's a business partner or an investor they're not defining who you are they're not telling you that you are shit they are basically just telling you that they have a different opinion or they don't like what you have to offer and that's fine not everyone will understand and like what you have to offer 
This is why it's also important to understand that not everyone will like you. And that's very normal. Do you like every person you meet? I'm sure you don't. I don't. I don't have to say it. But there are some people who I don't click with. I don't give their rejection in a harsh way because I don't want to be rejected in a harsh way. But some people don't know how to reject smoothly or softly. And that's also very, very normal. We cannot change the world. We cannot change every person. And we cannot change their opinions. If they don't like your pitch, if they don't like whatever you have to offer them, then they will reject it. Very simple. And you can just move on from there. It's a subjective opinion that they have, which has nothing to do with who you are, your character. They're not measuring you. It doesn't change anything in your life when you get rejected. Because does it change anything in your behavior? Does it change anything in your life? No, it doesn't. It's just a simple no. And this simple no affects us so much that we get even more scared and we don't try to get out anymore and we don't try to do more. We don't try to risk because of a simple no. However, this person said no. The other one might say yes. We will keep on going and trying until we find the person that says yes. But all the no's are actually opportunities for us to learn more. Which brings me to my next point. Once you get rejected by someone, once someone um, tells you no to your idea or to anything you present to them, don't run away. Because instinctively, we tend to just look away and walk away, right? Because it's scary. You feel like, okay, they, they don't want to talk to me anymore. I need, I need to run away. No, don't run away. Very easily and very normally, have a human interaction and ask why it is that they don't want what you have to offer. Why they rejected you in the first place. Because if you ask why, you might actually learn something. So this simple rejection might bring you so much knowledge that you might need for your next pitch or for your next customer or for your next investor. So once you get rejected, try to learn why. Try to see what you can do better, what you can improve, and it'll work out. Some people pitch their ideas to 10, 20, 50 people until they find the one that wants them, and then it picks off. For example, Paolo Coelho with the book The, uh, the Alchemist. He pitched it to 25 or 35 different publishers before the one publisher accepted it. If he would have, would have stopped, we would have never had this masterpiece that went on to sell millions and millions and millions of copies worldwide in so many different languages. He knew what he had to offer was good and that the rejection had nothing to do with his product because he was so in love with his product that he kept on going. And that's how I believe we should do it as well. Once we get a no, if you know that you're in love with what you're doing and your product is something that you can 100% stand by and keep doing, then keep asking because one person will say yes. I'm sure of it because not everyone will have the same opinion. And every no you get along the way is a different kind of no. And if you ask each one of them, imagine the kind of knowledge and the amount of uh, improving opportunities that will arise for you. From each no you can learn. And if you combine all the learnings together, you might come quicker to somebody who will tell you yes, because you can fix your pitch. So don't take rejections too personal. It has nothing to do with you. Even if you're going up to a girl and trying to talk to her or to a guy, rejection is normal. 
maybe they're not interested in you. Maybe they're they they're in love with someone else, but they are not in a relationship or whatever. It has nothing to do with you. Even if it even if they tell you, hey, no, you're not my type. That's literally a subjective opinion. You are not their type. So there's many people who are not your type. And if they come up to you, you would also reject them. Why do we take that too personal? Why, we, why does the opinion of a person matter so much to us? Because of social media and so on and so forth, it became something humongous. Before evolution, like at the start of evolution, it was all about survival. So rejection meant not getting food, for example. So that was why it was like physical pain. Because you knew if I get rejected, first of all, maybe I cannot procreate, which was also a necessary need at that time. I cannot find food because I'm not getting help. I'm getting rejected. Nowadays, we think about too many things. We we are so distracted and we see that everyone's life is working out perfectly due to social media and whatever people are posting or telling us. But we don't see what happens behind the curtains. We only see the perfect in everything. And this is why we cannot deal with a no. We cannot deal with a rejection. Because we feel like we're less valued. Because we're not uh, worth enough or whatever. So we start doubting ourselves. Because we went to this conversation. We went up to this person with a completely different expectation. Which brings me back two episodes back. Episode six, expectations versus life. When you are going to talk to somebody, whether it's a girl or a business or an investor, and you go there with a certain set of expectations, okay? For example, you're going up to somebody you find attractive, and you go there and you present yourself, hi, that's my name, blah, blah, blah. And then this person literally just tells you no. In your head, when you went there, you wouldn't have gone if your expectation wasn't a positive outcome. So before you went, you went through all the outcomes that might happen, And the one that pushed you to go is a positive one. You expected the person to be happy that you went there, to give you their number and to flirt with you as well. When you go there and you get rejected, your expectation is not fulfilled. And therefore, you doubt yourself. And if you listen to episode 6, you'll see exactly what I mean. Once you start not fulfilling expectations of yourself or of other people, you start doubting your own capabilities, which then can lead you into this very bad cycle of self-hatred, not feeling valued, not feeling worth it, and might also end up in depression. So drop your expectations whenever you go to pitch something. Whenever Make sure that you present yourself as good as you can. You present your idea as as good as you can. And the rest is not up to you. The rest is up to the person you're going to. Because they also have a say in this. Either a yes or a no. And in both scenarios... Life goes on. You should go away and learn from it. Okay? So very, very important. Do not run away from rejection. Stay there. Try to learn why you got rejected in the first place. Because once you free yourself from this fear of rejection, you will be more free to live and risk. And you'll be bolder. You'll go out. You'll try new things. You'll try new challenges. And this is something that will make you feel alive every time. This small adrenaline rush that you get will make you feel alive, will make you feel proud of yourself for doing something. For example, if you walk up to a person you find very charming or beautiful and you talk to them normally, even if it ends up just being a very short, small talk with no number exchange or whatever, you'll be proud of yourself for even taking the step. 
You will not think about, oh damn, I didn't get the number or I got rejected or whatever. You'll be proud that you even did it. You took the risk and it was fun. You learned something new. And I did that a couple of times. I started talking to strangers. The most amazing way that I learned to deal with rejection was literally working as a, as a flyer boy, I like to call it. I used to give out flyers at this humongous shopping street in Vienna where thousands and thousands and thousands of people go to, to shop. They want to buy new clothes. They want to buy things for, for their home or whatever. And it was so crazy because I used to stand there for 12 hours, two to three, sometimes four times a week, and try to hand out flyers for the new gym opening. Okay, so I, my, ob my objective was to sign up people for a new gym that is not even there yet. So I used to stand there from 8 in the morning till 8 in the evening and I tried getting people to stop every time for 12 hours. Usually, I, I did such jobs, promotion jobs before with other teams, right? Completely different products. We would get hired and we would just go and spread those flyers around. The objective was to get rid of them and to give them to people. Here, my objective was a different one. Here, my objective was to get people to stop and listen to me and talk to me and then go with me to sign up for a year's membership at the gym, a gym they've never seen before. So you can imagine the amount of rejection you can get there. People are busy. People want to get their things and go home. And there comes this euphoric young Joe <laughs> wanting to give you a flyer and sign you up for a gym. Like, dude, no, I, I just want to buy a couple of things and I want to go home. The amount of rejection I got every day was unbelievable. I used to sit in the morning for the first hour and just write on the flyers our offer. And then I would go out and make it my mission to, first of all, get people to stop and to finish the amount of flyers I wrote in the morning. It was a battle. It was a really, really tough battle. Some days I used to stand there for 12 hours in the cold with the jacket, two pants, and I'm freezing. And people are not even looking at me. I would talk to a person and they would literally not even look at me. They would just keep walking. This was my least favorite kind of rejection. And there were the people who used to stand, listen to what I have to say and just say, no, sorry, not interested and keep going. Was better than just not listening to me in the first place. Some people used to just wave me off with their hand. So it was very, very tough dealing with rejection for hours and hours and hours every day. And I learned to deal with it very, very well. I'm sorry, I needed this sip. So, um, after a couple of hours of getting rejected, I used to get so exhausted. I used to feel so bad and so sad that nobody's listening to me. Nobody wants to talk to me. My job is not being fulfilled. I'm not getting people to do what I want them to do. And some days I used to actually end the shift without signing up anyone. And that would break my heart because I felt like I just got rejected 12 hours. I spent 12 hours learning nothing, doing nothing. But it is later that I realized that is exactly what I needed in my life. I needed this job. I needed to get out there and try to talk to random people about a random thing that they have no idea about. 
So I realized that I truly, truly needed this job because it made me aware that not that not everything I want will happen and not every person will want to listen to what I have to tell them. So I learned to deal with the rejection in a completely different way. The third month, when people rejected me, I kept walking and I asked, okay, why, what, what, what did I do wrong, for example, not to get your attention. And then I started learning so many lessons and I started trying new pitches and new sentences that I would say and new gestures or whatever. And every time I started to get better and better and people started to listen to me more. So in every rejection, there was a lesson. And this lesson kept on getting better and better and better until I found my own way of how I want to pitch this flyer. And people started stopping more. So it took practice for me to understand, okay, what can I do better? And without the rejections, I wouldn't have improved in that aspect. So this was the best lesson I've learned on the streets, literally. Uh, so if you get rejected, it's totally fine. There's this author called Jia Jiang. He wrote a book called... Um, wait. <laughs> he called the book called Rejection Proof. It's about how he overcame this fear. And you know what he did? He did exactly what I did. He went out there and he stood on the street and tried to pitch something to people. And he got rejected for months on end. But he wanted to go through that to understand how to deal with rejection. So to understand how to deal with it, you need to first live it and understand it. And then you can start improving on it. And then you can start understanding that it's not the end of the world when somebody rejects your idea. It's the beginning of a new thing. Every time. Every no is a beginning for a new thing. For the new opportunity for a yes. So learn your lessons from rejections. Move on. And enjoy the process. So before I end this episode, there's a short quote that I would like to share with you. It's also from the book, um, Rejection Proof. And it says, we might not have the freedom to control our situations, but we have the freedom to find meaning in every experience. And this is exactly how I view it right now. I, not everything is in my control. Most things are not in my control. But what is in my control is how I view situations, how I deal with them, how I look at things. I look at them objectively. I try to see it from outside and I try to find meaning in it and a lesson for me. And this is also very, 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 very important. It changes your whole mindset. It changes your whole perspective on life. Because a lot of, a lot of the times people text me and they're like, yeah, but so many things that happen are out of my control. Well, trust me, <laughs> me too. A lot of things that happen to me are out of my control. But I still decide on how I want to react. I take a pause and I think about it. So this is something that I truly want all of you to write down or put it as your phone lock screen or whatever. Just remember that you cannot have everything under control, but you can always have your perspective under control. So to sum up the five takeaways from this episode, number one is getting rejected is normal and can happen in any human interaction. The second one is rejection is nothing more than a subjective response from another individual, which should not be defining us or our characters. It has nothing to do with who you are. Third one is once you let go of the fear of getting rejected, 
you will be able to live freely and go up to people with no expectations. Point four is if and when you get rejected, don't run away. Instead, try to find out why you got rejected and what you can do better next time. And the last point is, we might not be able to control all the situations in our lives, but we can always try to find meaning in every experience. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. It is so exciting doing it with the camera today. If you listen to it on Spotify, now you know every week you can also watch it on YouTube. Bittersweet Uncomfiness uh, is the name of the channel. I'm very, very excited for this YouTube journey with you guys. And uh, very, very soon, we're, I have a surprise for you. So stay tuned for next week's episode. And thank you all for your feedback. As usual, if you have anything you want to share with me or give me feedback on this episode or any other episode, please hit me up on Instagram. It's linked in the description of this podcast down below or in the Spotify description. And yeah, see you all next week.